I keep hearing Christmas music everywhere I go. I was just at the meat market the other day. By the way, they need meat helpers. I did take a photograph. I'll post it on social. There's a sign that says on the front door of the meat market I go to, we need meat helpers. And I was like, I bet you do. That's a new new way of putting it. I need a meat helper. Anyway, they were playing Christmas carols, and I keep having that thing where I'm like, maybe it's because I was in a warm place recently, but I'm like, Oh yeah, is it's it Christmas? Christmas? I know. Oh yeah, I, I'm oh, like yeah. part understanding of this All Christmas and part not. Christmas lights are up in the neighborhood. I'm like, God, that's early, and I'm like, No, you it's fool. December fifteenth. It's like ready to be Christmas. We have ten days to go. Ay ay ay. Anyway, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's Paul McGuire Grimes. Uh, Mike is here today, welcoming him back. Now, I uh, just like had diarrhea. I had this. This is what I had. Oh, wait, Mike. Oh, I got you. Here you go. Of the mouth uh, <laughs> with the crown. So I wanted to make sure you two had a chance to sort of have your moment with the crown. Paul, what is the thing that you really want before the end of this last season? Because it's, you know, like at the end of the season of a show you love, I feel like you need some stuff. Like everybody's yeah. different in yep. what they need to for the show to be sort of a success. I think I really just needed to end back with Elizabeth because the show started about Elizabeth and her run her reign as the queen so I would like it to come full circle to end on her whether that is a flashback with Clara Foy whether it's all three of them together in some sort of scene um, I just needed the story to end with her maybe it's her death I don't know but I you know like uh, let's get back to Elizabeth let's talk about her what she has meant to the country of England as the queen and the monarchy I think that would be a perfect way to go versus talking about Meghan and Harry or any of those other scandals let's bring it back to Elizabeth Mike how are you guys feeling about it I mean you you still have a little ways to go but Uh, you you just started recently, but I know you guys have loved the series. Yeah, we cruised right have. through it. But yeah, and, and to your point, yeah, that's it's her story. It really, really is. So I agree with you trying to find a, a way to bring that together, kind of see how the monarchy continues to evolve in a newer world, in a more modern world, because that's kind of been a big theme of this last year is changing some of the the rules, some of the tradition, and also just kind of what's going to happen. Every time there's a new season, and I don't mean to be crass because I don't know any of this stuff, but I'm like, wow, the Queen Mother's still still around, still doing yeah. it. And yeah. it's like between Queen Mother and, and Margaret's death, I'm very interested to see how yeah. those types of things go. You and, keep seeing people, and I do this too with that yeah. family, I'm like, which one is that again? Because yeah. they're all... They're all, I mean, they stick around, they've all stuck they around all from them. Because forever. remember, like, in the rich, uh, the first couple seasons, you had Queen Mary, yep. who, you know, I don't remember how old she was, but that's essentially Elizabeth's grandmother was still around. Yeah, and the Queen Mom lived to, like, 98, too. Yeah, she was an her. amazing force within her own right. I, I learned so much about her that I didn't previously know. I will say, you know, I keep reminding myself it's not called Elizabeth. It's called the crown. Right. Which is not to say that they shouldn't end with Elizabeth. But I think about the Elizabeth that is the crown and Elizabeth that is the person. Mm Because that was like sort of one of the main points of this season or season, uh, this show. It really put into stark relief that this is not just about a person. It's about an institution. You're right. I think that titles are important. I'm glad you said that because it does that. That brings up a really great point that it's not just Elizabeth. It is about the crown, but it's, it you know, but within that is what it does to Elizabeth. Yeah. You know, uh, and what it requires of 
Elizabeth Windsor versus Elizabeth Regina, the Queen of England. Yeah. Okay, so I can't go wait. finish I, we got, I know. You guys got to catch up. We will. All right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't pressure me. I've got well, enough. Every going. single no, night is what we're watching. So, I know. I've been watching. I'm catching up on our Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we're finishing the current season of The Morning Show. We got to catch up on Succession. So we'll get to the current. What else are you point. watching, Mike? Man, that, he just named a few of them. We want to okay. get to Succession eventually. We want to do The Morning Show. Our next big thing is we're jumping into, I think, uh, we don't have Apple TV at the time at this uh, time. because uh, we're, we're, we're You'll pick it up. We're jumpers. We jump around and cancel what we're not watching. So that's the next thing to watch here once we wrap up the morning show. Is to jump into The Morning Show and some of the other stuff going this on. This is darn good. Nice. I uh, The only Apple TV Plus show that I am waiting for is the next season of Shrink. Shrinking. Yeah. Shrinking. The Jason yep. Seagull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost was like shrinks. And I'm like, it's not shrinks. That maybe Shrinking. we're going on a Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon. I have not seen Schmigadoon. Oh, it's I've so heard great good. Things. It's so good. Um, I do want to touch on a little bit the holidays. Yeah. And particularly the cookie exchange experience. Do yeah. you do a cookie exchange every year? Paul? You know, I would love to. I do have a friend that makes cookies, and my mom makes cookies, and I would love nothing more than to just sit in the kitchen and make cookies with someone fun, my mom or a friend. That sounds really enjoyable to me, but I, I don't yeah. because that's too many cookies in my house. It's a lot of cookies. And I, I can't inadvertently do that. signed up for the cookie exchange this year for the first time ever, Ooh. which means I have to make Paul. This weekend, Jamie doesn't know this, by the way. <laughs> Surprise. And nobody, no my talkers have spilled the beans to him because he has not mentioned a thing and I haven't mentioned it. I'm just going to drop it on him this weekend. I have to make nine dozen cookies. Excuse me. <laughs> and do you know what Can that means? Can you do like four peanut butter blossoms and five like I am going to reeds? get nine dozen cookies. What am I going to do? You're going to freeze them and then eat them throughout the year. I think that's what we're going to do. Okay, so let's talk about this. Do you have a plan in place? Do you know what nine different flavors you're going for? No, no, no. It's not nine flavors. You seem to make nine dozen of something. Yeah, because each person gets a dozen and there's ten of us total in the and group. Then are, so you're signing up for... A cookie. A cookie. Okay, and great. I think I'm going to make Lep Cake, which is my... Um, I know... It's essentially soft gingerbread with a with icing. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a. It has a little bit of cocoa in it. It's it's just kind of a melt in your mouth. That sounds really nice. Gingerbread kind and of. And it cookie. still has that um, Christmassy holiday flavor yeah. profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm going to make that because I can make it in a pan and then cut them up instead of having to like roll out individual cookies. So okay. fingers crossed. I've never made my aunt's recipe before. Bars so a cookie. Are bars allowed okay, for look, this? Are you going to get? <laughs> me in trouble with the cookie exchange no because really i think we should all allow each other to just do what we can with our resources i should say uh if listeners uh there are listeners listening who were listening earlier this week when uh we shamed ross who's also in the cookie exchange mike you were not here for this i was not ross signed up for the cookie exchange and he's gonna make chocolate dipped oreos do you see any problem with that, Mike? <laughs> All I will say in his defense, I happen to be standing next to him when he signed up for the oh, exchange. And? Uh, or at least one of the conversations. And he said, I won't do that because if I'm in that, all I'm going to do is go buy something from Costco and then put it in my container and well, then give it to people. And it sounds like that's doing. essentially what he's doing. So yeah. he but did he, warn he the is world. arguing that by dipping the Oreos, it's going to take him a long time and he's going <laughs> to sprinkle candy cane yeah, on top. Yeah, I mean, that does, they sound good. I love Oreos. 
Oreos. Give me an Oreo truffle ball. Yum, 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 well, yum. Well, th- that was one suggestion. Make uh, those Oreo truffle balls, which I, is just grinding up Oreos and then covering them in chocolate. Yeah. I also love the Ritz cracker peanut butter sandwich that's dipped in chocolate. Ooh, Ooh so good. I my, should have made something. My like uh, mother-in-law makes chow mein candy, which is basically like chow mein noodles. Yep. Oh, sure, with, with chocolate? With chocolate and cashews, and then you Ooh, clump it cashews? together. Cashews? I've never had that. Oh, yeah. Chow mein candy. See, I love, I love, Dawn was really judgy about the laziness of certain recipes. Well, I mean, I get it. <laughs> but because she's the baker, yes, you know, like yeah. she's like going to do something complicated. By the way, she's not doing anything. Except judging everyone else's cookies. <laughs> I was like, well, that's appropriate. Judgy, judge your pants. But I love all of the sort of like lazy, like, or yeah. sort of like ramshackle Christmas things where you just kind of throw something together. Okay. Because those are the like, like, uh, what is it? Uh, puppy chow. Yeah, pahla, puppy chow. Or uh, like what you were just talking about, Jamie like yeah. sort of like the DIY yeah. snacks. Yeah. I think Christmas the, crack. Oh, see, where's Julia? I got Julia her probably. Recipe. Yeah, she probably has some Christmas crack. Yeah, that stuff's so good. Um, what are your thoughts on the wreaths? Do you know the wreaths, which is like cornflakes that are my, dyed? I, my, I used to make my mother make those every with, uh, year, like a cinnamon until hot. like maybe last year. Like yeah. she, I don't think is going to make them this year. But that's one of my favorite things. Yeah. And I'm trash. I mean, I I fully love those cornflake wreaths. Yeah, there's nothing trashy about that. Well, they're just kind of basic, but I, I, I mean, love them. Th- see, oh, here's the thing about Christmas is like, I think it does allow us to sit in a place of traditional things that we love. They may be basic. They may be things we've had a hundred times, Look but there's something in the wisdom like good about, you know, peanut butter blossom has been around. That is a tried and true. Now, for a you, reason for a reason. Now, the kiss could be interchanged with a Reese's peanut butter cup. That might give I you a better. prefer that. Well, you get a better ratio. And plus, it's, in the mouth. it's a better like mouth bite experience because yes. it's not as hard. You basically kind of have to get the whole kiss in one bite. Yeah. Because it's hard to do like half a kiss. Yeah. Um, But that is a good cookie. What about like the chocolates um, with the powdered sugar crinkles? Is that what they're called? I do love those. Those yeah. are really good too. Yeah. Mike, do you have a favorite cookie? I'm a big fan of the just chocolate bonbon where you take it and you almost like a Buckeye. I think people oh, call yeah. it that. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Just chocolate, hunk of uh, peanut butter dipped in chocolate. Yeah. Oh, God. So good. We played like you put coconut in one and then chocolate in the other, and then you have to try to like guess, guess. which is which. Ooh. Look at you. I was like about And I'm not chocolate. a huge fan Next of coconut, but I love the, the peanut. How are you not in the cookies? Because I was on my honeymoon. I was like, I'm going to be back. We're going to have back. the. I'm I, doing it this weekend. When it was asked to me, it was debated whether it was going to be last week or this oh, week. So right. I was like, I don't even want to. Mike, I applaud your restraint. Yeah. Because I think we, I don't want people to stress out of the holidays. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like I can't commit to this, don't do it because exactly. it will just add stress. God, stop talking wisdom over there. <laughs> hey, when we come back, uh, we I don't know what we're going to talk about. We were going to talk about Tom Cruise, but it's anything goes right now. Yeah. All I do know is that at about 2.30, you're going to do your typical Paul's Trip to the Movie segment. We're we going to talk about what's about. in theaters because there's a lot to talk about and a fun movie series that you got coming yes. up. We'll talk about that and more uh, later in the show right here on Mike Talk 107.1. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. It's time to give yourself a gift, and that is the gift of good health. I know you're thinking about other people during the holiday season here, but I'm telling you, Livia, do something for yourself. I did the program. Uh, It is doctor-recommended. It's proven. This weight loss program really works, and it's actually very easy to do. They were voted Minnesota's best weight loss program year after year they've been named and there's so many choices out there as you know so do the plan that i did and you will get 
eight weeks free when you mention me. Your first eight weeks will be free. Let me repeat that. Eight weeks free. I actually lost most of my weight in the first eight weeks. Uh, You can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. So call them today about that eight weeks free. And you uh, just need to say, I heard this from Don McLean or my talk. Uh, 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. 855-GO-LIVIA for eight weeks free when you mention me. I love a little Wilson Phillips. Nobody else? Really? Yes. 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 All right. Sorry. Carney and Wendy and China. What's uh, Carney up to? She had like a cupcake business for a while. Or was it cookies? I see her just popping up on random reality shows. Like, I think she tried to be on Beverly Hills Housewives. She popped up in an episode of that Did she? a few seasons ago. I see her just big bopping around. Yeah. She's kind of a hustler. She's always oh, got yeah. something in the world. No shame in the hustle game. No. Oh, God, I, I respect hustlers. Uh, Carney Wilson, I'm just looking to see if anything pops up. Good afternoon. Welcome back to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's Paul McGuire Grimes' voice you're listening to. She, she, was, she was on Chopped. Oh, Chopped? She okay. did a celebrity Chopped. Oh, nice. So she's doing, like, the, the reality show um, circuit. I, that is a good vintage. Speaking Celebrity of detectives one day ago, breaking news. Superstars Dionne Warwick, Dwight Howard, Carney Wilson, and more serve as celebrity detectives on an all-new season of I Can See Your Voice. <laughs> Have you heard of this? I've heard of this show. I know nothing about it. The hit competition show with Ken Jeong uh, returns for season three. And I didn't even know we had a season A two. rotating panel of guest celebrity detectives to help one contestant tell the difference between good and bad singers. It's almost like, what's that old uh This sounds like the voice, show. the mass singer. It sounds like the mass singer meets, uh, like, Whose Line Is Whose anyway? Line, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Not, who's, yeah. yeah. Whose Line, yeah. Right? Tattletales was another one that was similar to that, but yeah. What's My Line? What's My Line? What's My Thank Line you. is the game we're yeah. trying to think of. Yes, yep. there you go. All right. Anyway. That's a thing. Carney Wilson's on it. We got to the bottom of that mystery. <laughs> now, what are we talking about again? You are going to play. Uh, you, I don't know. You, well, we, we're on the grid. It's talking about Tom Cruise. Oh, we don't have time to talk about exactly. Tom Cruise. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. Because I did want to. Well, actually, we could talk a little bit about Tom Cruise because, Mike, you were gone. Yeah. Did you see that Tom Cruise has a new lady friend? I saw absolutely nothing. Okay. I completely. God, I bet you loved that. Yes. I un- unplugged and disconnected, and it was fantastic. So tell me all about his lady friend. Oh, so God. allegedly, supposedly, uh, he has a new lady friend. Okay. Her name is K. Her last name is K. Rova. Elsina. Kierova. She's 36. They were seen together at a party in Mayfair in London on Saturday. She's a Russian socialite. And uh, according to celebrity gossip rags, uh, he was, quote, besotted with her and the pair are inseparable. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. We, ha- I have not seen anything in the blinds. I don't think you saw anything today in the blinds. I did not. No, I didn't come across anything. Um, but they were getting cozy at a party, and all we're learning about her is that she has expensive tastes, uh, that she has like an $11 million handbag collection or something, million-dollar handbag. I don't know. Lots of handbags. And I found this article about... Her ex, her ex is apparently like a Russian oligarch, and he did an exclusive interview with the Daily Mail 
about her. And he's like, I hope Tom Cruise has got some money because she has very expensive Does taste. he know who Tom Cruise well, is? I was kind of like, do you know who Tom Cruise? <laughs> and we had the biggest selling movie of all time last year. He said to, uh, to the Daily Mail, quote, irrespective of whoever she's with, Tom Cruise or anybody else, they should be aware that she likes the finer things in life and expensive and luxurious tastes. Tom should keep his eyes and wallet wide open. That's actually kind of genius, right? Because eyes wide open or eyes, eyes wide, wide shut. shut. <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> this guy's kind of uh, it's kind of funny. His name is Miss, Mr. Setkoff. But do you think he even tried to do that pun? Well, it you're was smart quoted in the it. Daily Mail, Paul. It clearly has to be true. Here's the, okay. I need to read in the tea leaves because what is he doing with her, Tom, and this Russian socialite? Actually, I lied. Where's that blind? Bury the leaves. There was music. a blind. Okay. And do you know what the blind was? And in fact, Leah reminded me of this yesterday because Leah was in for Mike. Sure. Was a blind. What yeah. were? What would the Russians have to do with Tom Cruise? Well, if I remember the blind item, it had to do with financing his new movies. Ding! So, where's the ding? So Ooh, Double ding, double ding. Yeah, so we know that he's currently filming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, which is going to have a new title. I don't know it. But apparently they've run out of money to make that, or they need more money. So he must be canoodling with this Russian socialite to get some financing. Well, but- she's got a few bucks, because here's the thing. He lost the Mr. Seekoff, the Russian oligarch that's talking to the Daily Mail, which, again, he I bet he got a paycheck for this. Oh, for he sure. obviously is doing interviews with the Daily Mail because she took him for $150 million. Wow. So he's got, she's got a few dollars in the bank for him if he needs it. Tom doesn't need it, though. This is what's baffling to me. Why? Well, he could pay for it, or Scientology could pay for it. You think? Yeah. But is that how financing works? I don't know. I don't know. And last week we found out that he is not on a good page with Scientology right now. Yeah. He's Can got we some get issues. that call to be shut down finally? I mean, if we could, if we had that power, Paul, don't you think it would already be done? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't even have it, any pull in the cookie exchange. So. <laughs> hey, when we come back, you're going to be in charge yes. of what's in theaters. Here we go. When we come back. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here. You know, like me, you probably have more monthly subscriptions than you realize. Netflix, Disney Plus, Spotify. But you know what you probably don't have because I didn't? That's a subscription for doing good. I mean, you know, watching TV, that's fun and all. But let's talk about making change in the world. Thanks to my friends at Alight, we can now have a subscription for doing good. Starting a subscription for good with Alight just means becoming a monthly donor and joining the front lines of support for families who've been forced to leave everything they have behind. With a subscription for good, you're there before anyone else. Alight's teams around the globe don't have to wait for donations to come in. So what do you say? You want to join me? Let's subscribe to do good each and every month. It might even make a good gift this season. To learn more, visit give.wearealight.org slash for good. And thank you. Come on down. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. I hope you have something fun planned this weekend. If not, go listen to back episodes of Blinded by the Item. It's our show within a show, a podcast with juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. We call them blind items, and uh, there are plenty to download in the back catalog. We also have a website for that show now, blindedbytheitem.com. If you want to leave comments, send us a note if you've got blind items, if you know any juicy bits of gossip. 
It doesn't even have to be real. Just, you know, make it sound good. It would help, though, if you had actual <laughs> gossip. If you knew things on the dark web. Yeah. You might know some stuff. You're in Hollywood. I've heard some, I've heard some things. Okay, well, go, go blindedbytheitem.com. Okay. <laughs> Tell all your friends. Hey, that's Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies.com. And it's appropriate that I say those words because this is the time of day when you, instead of guest hosting, are actually here to talk about what's in theaters this week or on TV this weekend uh, and in the uh, weeks ahead. What do what do we got on the schedule for today, Paul? Yeah, so um, uh, some of you may know this, but I do a monthly movie series at Imagine oh, yeah. Theaters at their Egan location. It's the fourth Sunday of every month, but this week we're doing it uh, on this Sunday, the 17th, two days from now. I'm going to be showing the Judy Garland classic, Meet Me in St. Louis, oh, at 3 o'clock. What a perfect Christmas movie. Exactly, right? So it's been really fun. I've had a lot of my talkers come to it. We had some my talkers come to the November movie, which is the big chill. So coming out, get tickets today at imagine-entertainment.com this Sunday, 3 o'clock at, at um, the Egan location. And what I love about Meet Me in St. Louis is getting to see Judy Garland back up on the big screen. This is the movie that she fell in love with her husband, Vincent Minnelli, on. Oh, okay. And a few years after the movie, they got married. They had their daughter, Liza. Baby Liza. Yeah. So it'll be fun to just kind of recapture that old school classic MGM movie musical back up on the big screen. We're going to talk about it afterwards. So I always love doing these discussions. I bring some movie trivia. I talk about the making of the movie. And then it's really just as a group talking about what we loved it. What did we think of it? Is there something new that maybe we saw? while seeing it on the big screen for the first time. And I love Judy Garland's version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is in this movie. I was going to say, people forget that that's where we get that song from. It's my favorite Christmas song of all time. And you do also get the trolley song. You get the trolley song. Young Margaret O'Brien, who played the youngest daughter, Tootie, in it, is just like this absolute scene sealer. So there's a lot of there was a lot of trivia that I was reading up on. And Judy really did not want to make this movie at all. Well, didn't Um, wasn't if I remember correctly, and you would know, but I feel like it was something about where she felt like she was at in her career. Either this movie was. She felt like it was too young for her, or she was too. I don't know. There's something about it, her. Well, age. you're on the right line. So she really thought that she'd kind of grown out of this phase, and she really didn't want to play the kid sister anymore. She didn't want to play the. She wanted to mature into older, harder, excuse me, more challenging roles. So she did not want this. She was under contract, and then Vincent Minnelli, like I like, trust me, I want you to do this. I think you'll be great. I want to showcase you the best way that I can. So. She did it and then saw the dailies later on. And Vincent, like, she's like, he, and she's like, you made me look so good. I look grown up. I look mature in this. And, you know, at this point of her life, she was certainly on a lot of pills. And yeah. um, it's it's a gorgeous movie. Come see it this Sunday. Imagine Theaters, Egan, 3 o'clock. If you can't make it um, this Sunday, coming up in January, it's All the President's Men. Ooh, fun. Yep. And then uh, February's Stanley Kubrick's from Dr. Strangelove. Ooh. And then in March, it's Goodwill Hunting. So tickets are now on sale for all four a of these nice movies. A nice mix. A nice mix of classic, contemporary Discussing them as a group. I've had so much fun oh, doing these series. And I would just love to see a bunch of my talkers there this Sunday. If you've never seen Judy back up on the big screen, if you want to just feel that kind of warm 
Christmas charm. Yeah, this will put you in the Christmas it's spirit. so good. Yes, it'll put you in the Christmas and spirit. And it's going to be cool this weekend, but not miserable. So you can just like get outside, maybe go grab a, a nice frappuccino or a hot beverage. And they have a they have a bar at the theater. You've got your uh, movie theater snacks and food. It's just a really great space. Yeah. I love Imagine Theaters. All right. Well, what else is on offer? Okay. So if you are like, ah, I want something newer, you could watch Wonka. The new Timothy oh, Chalamet God. movie Obviously, as Wonka. Yeah. It is now playing in a theater. So I have had, I did see it. And the story behind this is that Timothy Chalamet play, plays Willy Wonka and he goes to London to, to be a chocolatier. And he gets there and he finds that there are so many other chocolatiers and candy makers. And then he gets duped by the innkeeper who's played by Olivia Coleman. He gets in, he gets stuck working for her, and he finds out that he can maybe outsmart, outwit, and use a little bit of magic to uh, to make chocolate in this town. Now, uh, when I first saw the trailer, I will tell you, I was not impressed, and I thought, oh crap, right. this is not going to be the movie I thought it was. And I'm not that excited. I will say. The reviews have changed my mind. You know, I agree. I went into this. I love the Gene Wilder version so much. And this very much is playing into that. Like we, this very much is supposed to be a movie that leads into his version. So we see, we see Timmy playing Wonka and to believe that he will grow up to be the Gene Wilder. It is a movie musical. So you have brand new music in it, but you also do have versions of Pure Imagination. You have a version of the Oompa Loompa song in it. So it's leaving within the world of Roald Dahl. And I think that the filmmakers really did that. So Paul King wrote and directed it. He did the two Paddington movies. So he has a very visual eye. There's a lot of just kind of film magic in it. A little too CGI heavy for me based on the Gene Wilder classic. Well, the thing that I saw was the, um, oh, what's his name? Oompa Loompa. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yes. Just really turned me off, but. I mean, he he certainly plays into the grumpy, vengeful Oompa Loompa. He only has like two or three scenes. Okay. But Timothy Chalamet just sells it. Really? He's so charming, so charismatic. You just believe him. And like, yeah. He Better than Johnny Depp? A 100%. Thank God. Yeah. You believe that he will grow up into the Gene Wilder version. Oh, He's got okay, some good. odd ticks. You know, like he, the wordplay. Is it like maybe a little dark or there's a little darkness? A or little... Not, not darkness maybe is the right word, but a little... A little, a little bit complexity. Yes, certainly. It's not as dark as the Gene Wilder version. Okay. Like that goes into some dark territory. Yeah. Man, that scene with the chicken head, remember? Uh, when they go through that tunnel yeah, and, and the, the chicken head gets cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was good. And there's this young actress named it named Kala Lane. She plays an orphan girl named Noodle who helps Willie along the way. And she's delightful. Um, you, have, you also have Jim Carter from Down Abbey. He's in it. Keegan-Michael Key plays the cop in it. A really terrific cast. Slugworth is in it. So you can certainly buy into the world of what Wonka and Roald Dahl did with this. Oh, okay. That gives me hope. I am excited to yep. see that. I'm hoping to see that for the holidays. Three and a half out of five tickets. Three and a half. Okay. Yep. That's that's solid. 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 Pleasantly surprised. I think you'll have a good time. I think the kids will really enjoy it if you okay. take them. Yeah. There's another movie that I want to talk about that's now on demand that you can rent, or I think it's playing in select theaters. It's a movie called Our Son. It stars Billy Porter and Luke Evans as two dads. And they, I, I, they have, have, I yeah. feel like I've seen. Yeah, they have, a, they have an adopted, they have a son through surrogacy. And Billy Porter has been unhappy in the marriage and he decides to ask for a divorce. And the movie kind of sits in this transition period where they are navigating a divorce and what is in the best interest of their young son. Stars yeah, Billy Porter, Luke Evans, Felicia Rashad is in it as oh, wow. Billy Porter's mom. Robin Weigart, who you would probably recognize from Big Little Lies, Deadwood. She plays Luke Evans' lawyer in it. 
uh, Andrew Rannells is in it. It's a really great, uh, it's a great story. I mean, yes, you can make comparisons to Kramer versus Kramer. And it's sad, it's depressing, but I I love seeing queer stories on screen. Sure. They don't need to all be coming out stories. They don't need to be rom-coms. But, but just real stories. But real stories. And you feel that. You know, as a, as a gay married person myself, I felt, I understood the dialogue. It felt real and resonant. And it shows the complexity that comes with gay relationships while also making it universal for anyone that has gone through divorce. Yeah. Well, because shocker. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. But it's <laughs> well mean, done. From our experience. Yeah. Billy Porter's great. Luke Evans is really great. Good. Um, just an overall. I feel like we haven't seen Luke Evans in a while. Yeah. I feel Other like than on he... Instagram. He's a good follow. Oh, yeah, he oh, is. I mean, okay. Yeah, well. I wasn't going to say it. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I would recommend it. You know, give this movie an audience. You know, show some support toward it. All right. How many tickets, Uh Three and a half out of five for our all son. Right, another solid film. Do you have anything else in your bag of tricks? Yes. Coming up next week, there's a movie coming out called All of Us Strangers. Andrew Scott stars in it as a struggling screenwriter who's very lonely, very depressed. And one night he meets Paul Mescal's character. They live in this London apartment and they have a sexual proposition. They hook up and they kind of start to fall for each other. And as Andrew Scott's character is kind of starting to be a little bit more vulnerable, he goes back to his hometown and starts to have these conversations with his parents. His parents, though, died 30 years prior. Oh, plot twist. Plot twist. So it's all of these conversations about life being gay that he did not have a chance to tell his parents. What an interesting way to tell that story or interesting mechanism by which to tell that story. Yeah, it's based on a book. Uh, Claire Foy, who we've been talking about, and Jamie Bell play his parents at the age that they were when they died. So mm. it's kind of interesting to see Andrew Scott so almost playing his against, peers. Yes, playing against his peers who are yeah. playing his parents. But it's gorgeous, it's tender, it's heartbreaking, there's passion. Like The scenes between Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal, the sex scene at the beginning is like passionate, but like it's also tender and not like rough and like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and then you, and yeah. Andrew Scott is so phenomenal in this like i hope that he's nominated for an oscar i think he has a golden globe nomination for it paul mescal is really great too andrew scott did get a golden globe nomination but so much weight that you see and him dealing with his sexuality with coming out forgiving his parents and how do you forgive yourself how do you forgive others to move on in life and the title all of us strangers is layered like how are we a stranger to ourself? How are we a stranger to our lover? How are we a stranger to our parents? And how do we find closure and acceptance in all of that? It's, wow. It's a brilliant movie that just sneaks up on you, grabs you, and you don't have to be gay to be to understand this story. Yeah, it's just it's another human story. Another human story. How many tickets? Five out of five ticket stubs. Whoa! I saw it weeks okay. ago, and I have not stopped thinking about it because it's so open-ended. It, and I and by that, I mean it doesn't necessarily always live in reality, as you can kind of tell. Yeah. So it's how do you interpret, how what do you take away from some of these characters within this world. It's it, it leaves a lot to be talked about. That was All of Us Strangers. And again, remind people, that's in theaters? It should be in theaters next week. Okay. And uh, you also talked about Our Son, as well as Wonka. Yes. Full reviews on my website, paulstripthemovies.com. Also information there about my movie series at Imagine Theaters. American Fiction coming into theaters soon as well. Another great movie. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, past Lives. Are you going to be on Twin Cities Live? Yes. Today on Twin Cities Live, I'll be showing my interviews with the cast of The Color Purple. 
this man is everywhere. <laughs> I mean, literally, you were, I think you were still not here yet when he told us about the interviews with the cast of The Color Purple. It was it was fascinating, the discussion uh, that you were able to have with them. And we can watch all of those uh, interviews on your YouTube channel. Yes, just like Paul's trip to the movies on YouTube. See those interviews. They're really fun. I got to show Coleman Domingo my program from the Guthrie of a show that I saw him in called The Scottsboro Boys and talking to Taraji and Fantasia and Danielle about what does this mu- this piece do for you? When did they feel seen as performers? And that's a fascinating conversation too. So it was just a really affirming trip, a lovely trip. Don't I can't review the movie, but it opens Christmas Day, and I highly recommend people to go see it. Fabulous. And when can you review it? Uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. I'll have my All review right. Uh, we'll stay tuned for that. And when we return, Mike, do you have a game for us? Oh, I sure do. Good, okay. because we have not played a game in, God, it feels like forever. Well, I was, since before I went on my cruise, I mean, you guys played you, games yeah. while I was gone, mm-hmm. but it's I It's been didn't. a week. So it's been a long ass time. I'm very excited for Game Show Roulette when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Giddy up, it's great. Giddy up, let's Just go. It's time for the weekend. But don't worry, we still have a little bit of fun left for you here on the Adventures of Bradley and Don before we head out for the weekend. And... Don will be back on Monday. Uh, Paul has been gracious with his time spending it with us today. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Please check out everything Paul is up to and go watch him on Twin Cities Live as you simultaneously listen to Lori and Julia after the 3 o'clock hour. What time are you on? 4.15. 4.15. Okay, good. So listen to a little Lo J. turn on Paul. Yep. I'm sure there'll be in a commercial break, so come exactly. view my interviews. for the So we can, uh, we can enjoy all the good things Thank you. coming out of KSTP and my talk. Now, one of the other good things coming out of my talk is Mike with his games. He's back. It's yes. time for Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is indeed that time once again. You know how it works on Fridays. We spin the roulette wheel and we all are playing games together as a family. One big happy family. So we're working together. This is a game show where you guys will team up. Let's find out which... Uh, Game show we'll play. Oh my God, I haven't played a game in forever. I haven't either. Let's see what we got here today. It's time for 25 words or less. I didn't remember that song, but I you have you played this? No, I've not. This is fresh. This is new to me. This is a fun one. It's a fresh and new game. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of people like this. It's all over the place right now in syndication. Meredith Vieira is the host of it. Yeah. It is uh, 25 words or less. Celebrities usually team up with uh, regular folks trying to help them win cash. And that's what you guys are going to try to do together. You each have a list of words, 10 words. Now, unlike Pyramid or some of the other games we play, there's no rule on what words you can use. If you want to say, like, let me just pull up here, for example. Um, I just want to give you a little context because you haven't even heard of this game, Paul, have you? I've heard of it, but okay. I know nothing gotcha. about it. That's all right. So let's say, for example, if the clue was wrong, you can literally just say opposite of correct or okay. opposite correct. So the one rule, though, about this game is in its title. It's titled 25 words or less. You have to get your opponent to get those 10 words you have in front of you by using 25 words or less. Okay, so going down the list of words Uh and try to get them to say the word with as many, as little clues as possible. Correct, as little clues as possible. So just try to plan on using two for each one if you can, and you can go a little bit over, obviously, on a a couple. Are you keeping score? 
I'm keeping score, and there also is a timer. I guess there's another rule, too. There's a 60-second timer. Were you thinking timer. you were going to do more than 25 words and get away with that? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. Well, well, I don't know. I mean, was I supposed to keep track? No, you're not know. supposed to keep you track. No. To keep so, track. again, no. so, like, it might be wrong. You say opposite correct or okay. temperature. You could say, uh, give me an example. 36 degrees. Sure. Temperature would be the answer for that. You can say anything yeah. you want. All yeah. right. Are the two of you ready? Yeah. I don't know why I sounded like a pirate there, but are you ready? Are let's, you ready? Yeah. let's go ahead and get started. Who wants to deliver first and who wants to be the recipient of clues? Shall I go first? And you, you go first. You guess, yep. Paul. All righty. You're going to hear the music. We use the same sounder as, as the pyramid because uh, it's fun and it's a 30 second timer and uh, it's simple that way. So uh, go ahead and flip your words over, Bradley. Yep. Get acquainted with them. You can take a little bit of time to look and kind of get an idea of what you want to say. And when you start delivering, I'll start the timer. All right. Below bottom floor. Basement. Noisy bug. A cricket. Grasshopper. Joke word. Pun. Riddle. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah, that's it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh... <laughs> Lots, trees, uh, forest. Wow, nicely done. Mom with baby. A pregnant. Nicely done. Tall rocks. Uh, boulders, pillars. Tall, tall rocks. Rocks. Uh, uh, Stonehenge. Um. Um, tall rocks. Tall rocks. Tall rocks. <laughs> um, waves crash. Pass. Pier, pa- Pass. Uh, okay. Liquid power. Uh, liquid power. Oh, sorry, that's probably too vague. Um, liquid power. Yeah. Oh, All right. We, yeah, I was being too thoughtful. Liquid power. Liquid. Well, how would you have said that? Uh, the previous one, I would have just said Everest. Oh God! A mountain. See? There you go. Yeah. Oh. Paul Ross. <laughs> uh, the the next one you yeah, probably wanted. Yeah. Why didn't I give any examples? <laughs> I was just thinking. Just like, 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 like petrol, like uh, petrol, fuel, or petrol, fuel. or fuel. fuel. Oh my God! <laughs> Gas- <laughs> liquid okay, power. So, okay, yeah, so, gasoline was that I'm one, so by the way. Literal. How do we decide who wins this? Like, just how many you get? How many points? So in in the show, this is the final round where if they get through all ten of them, they win ten grand or something. So we're trying. See if you can get the last three just for fun. Okay, um, leave job. Quit. Fired. Terminated. Rejected. Willingly leave job. Um, That's a tough one. That's the hardest one of the entire one. No, go to the next one, just because I wanted to get you this one. Yeah, of course. Uh, (laughs) Gay. I'm going to call boob holder. There you go. Bra. Yeah. (laughs) And... Uh, organization closet. No, that's not uh, non-profit. Giving, giving, giving organization, organization. Uh, non-profit. Co three C three. Um, all those things are uh, charities. There you go. There you go. Yeah. All right, let's go the other way here, and uh, let's see how you do again. You can say anything you want, opposite things, but you just cannot liquid say power. more than twenty five words. <laughs> liquid power. All the words in the language you go with liquid power. Okay. I like it. All right. Here we go. When you're ready, go ahead and start us off, Paul. Main floor. Ground. Got uh, it. Yep. Go. Plastic card. Credit card. Fail. Exam. Um, another word for fail. Fail. Uh, lose. Um, mm, you can pass, too. Pass. 
Overweight. Large. Heavy. Is it the F word? No. No, okay. Um, medically overweight. Obese. There you go. Sleepy. Tired. Uh, um, no. Drowsy. Drowsy. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Um, opening. Hole. Yep. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, liquid. All right, time is up. <laughs> so another word for fail is flunk. Flunk. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. That was going to be a got, tough one. You got f- hole. Mm-hmm. Did you get fluid? You didn't get fluid. No. You just got to that one. Okay. How about the, the next one? Um, dashing bride. Dashing bride? Uh-huh. Newlywed? Nope. Roberts. What? Left what? altar. Oh, um. <laughs> what? Left altar. Dashing bride. Left altar. Runaway. Yep, runaway. There runaway. Oh, okay. Media. News. Radio. TV. Button. Action. Iron. Button, action, iron? Mm-hmm. Button, action. What do you do to a button? Press. press. Oh, press. There you go. Okay. Birds. That was fun. Good job. That was great. Thank yes. you so yes. much, Thank Mike. You. It's good to have you back. Yes. Paul, it was good to have great you here. Great to be here. Thank you for having our me. Our good friend, Dawn. And when we... Oh, we got to go because Lori and Julie are up next. Don't forget to catch Paul on Twin Cities Live. We'll be back on Monday as a family. Have a great weekend. And, uh, you know, don't get in any trouble or anything. But if you do, we'll be here on Monday to listen to all your troubles. Bye.